0: So yeah, I've been training for a long time. Um, I started my first uh, job as you know, just cleaning gym gym equipment on mm-hmm. floor attendant was when I was about 17. I uh, started personal training at 18 and um, have basically stuck with it ever since. I've done everything from training um, athletes at a high level you know, uh, to some collegiate, uh, mainly in sports and like football. Um, then in the past, so before Revive opened, in the, probably 10 years before that, I really had a focus on um, training people who came from uh, physiotherapy. Okay. So collaborating with physiotherapists, uh, working through uh, people's sometimes chronic injuries, so a little bit more general population. And um, and yeah, and just you know, helping people with aches and pains a lot. Too. Cool.
1: So so, take me back to 17, 18 year eighteen-year-old Mike. Okay. What was that like? I mean, you were sweeping, cleaning equipment, that kind of thing. What what got that spark in you to say, hey, I want to get into this. I want to start personal training people.
0: That's a great question. So I'd say I would tra- backtrack probably another four years. Yep. Um, so probably when I was about thirteen, um, you know, I got a, I had a huge interest in weight training and. Uh, my uh, school counselor at the time, he was always in the gym in the morning, so mm-hmm. I just go and, and he kind of showed me what to do. So I love the fact that you could spend an hour on yourself and, and through that, you know, you, in some way you would improve, right, and that was my philosophy ever since, is just doing something that you can get better every day. Mm-hmm. And so from that, um, you know, fitness really was the realm that I felt I could serve the most, uh, you know, be the most influential, help help people, and that's kind of how that personal dream, journey, uh, training journey started cool. was uh, just having that, um, that medium to be able to help people get stronger, get fitter. Nice, so were you in sports yourself or was it
1: just solely weightlifting?
0: Uh, yeah, so I was, uh, you know, loved sports as a kid, loved basketball. Uh, that didn't quite obviously work out, but um, uh, <laughs> next thing was football. So I really, I really loved uh, to play football. Actually, I trained in bobsled here for a couple of years, okay. Yeah, and, uh, and I think that's the back to fitness. You know, that was the one thing where I, sometimes I would almost love training for the sport, mm-hmm. almost more than the sport itself because I knew that I could There's something extra I could do to make myself better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, are you from Calgary, born and raised, or where were you from?
0: No, I am from. Um, so, I guess you could say I, was, I, was, I was, uh, grew up in Vancouver, okay. British Columbia, yeah. but most of my life I, I lived in Coquitlam.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. cool. And then what made you decide to come here? That's
0: <laughs> also a good question. <laughs> so, after high school, um, you know, I was in college for about a year and. I was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. I mean, I was already personal training. and loved that. But I also had an interest in injuries. So I mm-hmm. um, came out here to UFC for the athletic therapy program. Oh, um, but they didn't have um, in BC. So, yeah, people always ask me why, you know, why come to Calgary? Um, so that was my reason. I came out here. Uh, ended up actually... Uh, Wanting to do the program, didn't finish it because I, I realized how hard it was to, to get a job in it. Um, and I knew I needed to take more school after too. So I stuck with kind of a uh, you know general uh, kinesiology degree um, and uh, just focused, put my focus on fitness and training. Cool, yeah.
1: and, and it's so important too. And uh, You mentioned the injury prevention as well. And, and I think that any trainer that's possibly listening to this too that mm-hmm. has to realize that injury prevention is kind of you have to do that on before you even start training someone
0: yes Yeah. absolutely
1: yeah so tell me about kind of your experience with the, the clientele that comes in come in here mm-hmm. i mean how do you kind of assess them how do you train them what's kind of the, the the routine that they would go through at revive
0: great question um when we opened we uh didn't really have a set process mm-hmm. because we were doing mostly classes and we did a little bit of personal so training. is this a franchise before we… No. no okay. So this is, so this is, this is
1: one. This is you. You're yeah. kind of
0: starting from scratch. There's no blueprint. You're kind of… Okay. Continue. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. So in the beginning, we were focused on group training, um, which, um, you know, we… Let's just say we didn't have a solid built-in process where we assessed people. Mm-hmm. and. Um, and even though the workouts were great, in the sense that we try to keep them very personalized, you know, making sure coaches uh, pay uh, you know, good attention to people, all those kind of things, we still found that no matter what, group training, when you have you know, up to 20 people in a room, it's still group training, mm-hmm. right? And so we, we decided, hey, our philosophy works, but we need to make it even better. Mm-hmm. So what we've done in the last year, well, kind of two things is we changed how we integrate people. We have them come in, We sit down, we have a proper consultation with them. And then we actually have two main services we direct them to, right? So group training is one. Uh, the second is what we call semi-private personal training. Uh, we just started that last year. Okay. It's great. It's kind of marries the best of both, both worlds, group and personal training, because everyone who comes in to that program actually gets their own program uh, set into a software that we use. Oh, great. Yeah. So
1: when you see 70, so how many people max, is it like four or five? Three. Three. Okay, three five, there yeah. you go. So it's three. super personalized, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm assuming that the people that would sign up for that are like friends and those kinds of things, or would you pair people, group people together? How, how does that work?
0: And that's the beauty of it is that, you know, we don't need to pair people. Sometimes friends or couples do like to train together for sure. Uh, but because traditionally, um, you know, uh, a group, for example, uh, for people who don't really know much about kind of the, the style of training, typically is here's, here's your workout of the day, here's your program, everybody do it, right? Uh, whereas personal training is if it's one-on-one, you just you have one person you can program for them. But our kind of small groups, I mean private, is with three people, everyone actually uses their own program. Oh, I so see, They're doing okay. different things. They're yeah, not doing uh, the same thing.
1: Okay, yeah, well that's cool. So I'm looking around the studio here. Yeah. I, see some, uh, I see some bikes. I see some water rows. We've got the kettlebells, TRX. We've got some rollers over there, dumbbells, BOSU. I guess, what, what, what is the workout of the day? How is it programmed? And what, what's the big focus that you guys do here at Revive?
0: Okay, great questions again. Um, so our, in our group training model, uh, again, we have a workout of the day concept, right? And our, our primary focus on that is HIIT training. Right. So we want to make sure we get your heart rate up, you know, it's a very uh, efficient workout in terms of, uh, of cardio, of course we put some strength in there, full body, um, that's our, our group focus. Our semi-private training, again, it, everything's programmed personally to that individual. So the focus there is a little different, right? It's more personalized. Um, people, uh, generally speaking, it's more of a strength-based workout. Okay. So we don't ramp things up as fast. We actually encourage people to take time on their reps, make sure they have the right amount of weight, which in a group setting is very hard to personalize, right? You could yeah. be the best trainer in the world, but you know, you got 20 people and you're trying to remember who Sally or how much weight Sally used last week. Yeah, yeah it's hard. Yeah. So we use that program to make sure they know exactly what to do, how much weight, and their form is like on point. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: awesome. That's yeah. so good to hear too. Um, it is a... Like it is a smaller studio, right? So I'm assuming that people get like a good atmosphere, and they're they're probably making friends when they come in. Too, would I be
0: correct in assuming that? Hundred percent. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Are they locals,
1: or most people around here, or Um, they travel?
0: Yeah, like we have, I'd say probably like, you know, 70, 67% are within a few kilometers. Great. We do have people from a little further away, yeah. um, which which we appreciate. And uh, so, so, yeah, a little bit, little bit all over.
1: I mean, it's a great location, too, yeah. right off 14th Street. I mean, I work in the news. We had the fire next
0: door. Oh, that was crazy. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, did any of your members, were they? We two? had we had actually, I
0: think, two members that were there. Oh. Luckily, they weren't um, home at the time. Yeah, um, good, thank but, goodness. But, yeah, they're... Um, they're for a while, which is too bad. Yeah, um, so that's a, shame.
1: That's a shame. So, again, I want to go back to, to your background just a little bit, too. Yeah. I mean, you went into uh, the basketball and you did the football and the, the bobsleigh. I mean, it sounds like you, you enjoy kind of the all around aspect of sports as well. Um, how do you train yourself personally? Now that you're, like, do you work out here? Do you work out at a gym? Like, what, what kind of training do you go through and put yourself
0: through? Yeah. So, I, so personally, my interest um, has always been around strength and power, which basically is um, doing a low amount of reps and lifting as much weight as I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, that's, that's, that's been my interest in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I actually, to be honest, in my 20s, I almost did no cardio. Right? Okay. Define, you know, if you define cardio as going for a five-kilometer run or spending 30 minutes on a bike, I did very little of that. Um, it wasn't my goal. It didn't meet the needs of what I did. Uh, but in my, in my 30s, I'll say now, that's kind of changed. And um, you know, I, I, of course, and this is why I love the kind of um, stronger for longer mentality is because I used to spend four or five days a week at least doing a lot of heavy heavy lifting right like maximal type of lifting and i realized my body just you know can't handle that anymore and in fact i feel better now than i did because my workouts are more balanced i'll do like two or three heavy focused strength workouts a week and then i'll do about one or two uh, well probably more like two hip-based workouts so it might be coming to a class um it might be uh playing basketball in the summers i play football i like to do that outside but i definitely try to get to a class Uh, at least once or twice a week. That's so cool. Yeah, it's important
1: that you keep that strength in there, hey? So, like, are you focusing on, like, your big lifts for the most part on those days? Like, chest, bench, squat? Is that kind of the plan? Or or are you doing, like, snatches and, and those kinds of things?
0: Yeah, I like to mix it up. I mean, I do um, definitely like I have a a big background in in, um, powerlifting, which is the bench deadlift squat, right? But I also love Olympic lifting, clean snatches. So I really try to change it up. Some months I'll focus more on one side, uh, some more I'll focus more on like the power, the, the, the more explosive lifts.
1: Cool. And how does that, maybe the training doesn't really apply here, but how would you do like strength or power uh, training here at the studio? How does, that, how does that work if you're low impact? How, how do you focus on that?
0: Yeah, that's, uh, so that's a great thing is you don't need to, um, so usually, you know, when you think of low impact, right, uh, or let's go the other way. let's go high impact. Mm-hmm. You know, high impact is typically, um, you do movements where you, well, running can be one, yeah. right, yeah. where you literally, where your uh, feet need to leave the ground. Right? Both feet are off the ground. and kind of define it as that, um, because that's what really puts that impact into your body. And not to say that's bad for you, um, but in terms of low impact, there's so many ways you can still have explosive powerful movements mm-hmm. without jumping. Yes. Right? Without um, doing those um, movements that are hard on the joints. So for example, uh, kettlebell is a great tool for that. Uh, when you do things like swings, uh, cleans, you know, a lot of those Olympic-type lifts, which work really well because the kettlebell's made for swinging, um, you can still be very strong, very explosive without actually having to forcefully, you know, jump or land. Cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and uh, like, do you do any tempo work or anything like that as well? Do you, or is it just mostly just the kettlebell swings and, and cleans?
0: Um, tempo, sorry. So, say, for <laughs> yeah. example,
1: somebody was to... Uh, you know, time under tension instead of doing like a one one squat, maybe mm. they do a three one one coming up yes. and then focus on power that way. Is that a good impact option for
0: you? Yeah, for totally. Yeah. So, we actually have in our group model, we have a strong class, okay, right? That's twice a week. In those classes, we do focus a little more on form, more on oh, yeah. tempo, yeah. right? As you know, I mean, again, hit training is great, but when you're moving things too quickly. The focus on strength diminishes, mm-hmm. right? Because if your heart rate's consistently high, yeah. you cannot have the same focus on building strength. It's just the two don't don't uh, don't happen. Yeah. So run me through
1: a class, run me yeah. through a class, uh, 60 minutes, is that? Uh, about 55. 55, okay, yeah. so run me through a class, and I guess, do you have different focuses, or is it kind of, and, and who does the template design? I know that I threw a bunch of questions at yeah. you, but <laughs> I'm really curious, like yeah. how does it go from, from, you know, minute one to minute 55?
0: Right, so, I'll, so I, I do the template design. Okay. Now, now I have our fitness manager helping in that process, um, but uh, uh, our typical class um, so we have three main classes we do. We have our revive class, so our signature class, uh, another one called the revive forty-five, which is more interval-based, and then we have our strong classes, which is more strength-based, okay. right? But under the umbrella, I mean, they all have hit, in, you know, high-intensity interval training hit components throughout. Um, so a typical class, like the revive class, which we have the most often, uh, where obviously we get people to warm up for a couple minutes. Um, usually people would spend, you know, about 20 minutes or so on the bikes. So that's just, they're there, they're focused on that, you know, hit training, cardio training. Yep. And then the, the remainder uh, of the class, they will do um, usually some rowing, strength movements, mobility on the TRX or kettlebells. Okay. And then in our strong formats, we actually shorten time. So people usually switch in between about every five to seven minutes. Okay. Back to the bike or back to the rower, back to strength. Um, so, yeah.
1: Cool. And do you have music going? Like,
0: oh yeah. Yeah. So what <laughs> yeah. kind of
1: what kind of tunes do you play in your classes? Uh, in my
0: classes, you know, I like. I mean, I I always like top forty. Yeah. I like to throw in a little bit of hip hop, right? Nice. A little bit of the heavy stuff. Good. Um, but you always gotta be conscious of who's there too. I
1: mean, you have to understand your clientele too, right? Like a fifty-five year old Jane yeah. isn't necessarily <laughs> gonna be j- j- jiving over to hip hop, right? So oh, sure. yeah, you gotta understand like the, the people that are coming in too, which I think. But music makes everything in a workout, right? It does. Yeah, oh yeah. my goodness, like, I don't cool. know if I'd be able to do, especially hit, I don't know if I'd be able to do hit without like
0: some good tunes to go along with it, hey? Totally, yeah. I mean hit is very, yes, I mean you definitely, if you're trying to keep your heart rate up, get it up there for a long time, mm-hmm. music is key. On the flip side, though, when we do it say for like summer, semi-private training, yeah. we actually don't have the music. Yeah, because you got to be able to coach, right? Okay, so you got to be able coach. to coach. So it's 100%. more about coaching. Yeah, 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 I completely understand. So yeah.
1: how many classes do you have per day, per week, and how many coaches do you have on your team?
0: Uh, well, when we opened, we had about ten, um, so we had quite a few. Now we we have about uh, six, okay. if you included me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And our focus is to have less coaches and have them do more so they get to know our members better and and have, you know, really just just that client, better client experience. Mm -hmm. So we shrunk our team down. Um, Classes, we will do about uh, approximately six classes a day. Okay. And, um, yeah, anywhere between probably four to six any private sessions a day. So you guys are busy? We try to keep things going. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. You got to keep. That's awesome. So tell me about your clientele. Like,
1: who who do you target? Who would you welcome into your front doors?
0: Right. Well, I mean, truthfully, we we would welcome anyone who you know is looking to make a lifestyle change. Um, In terms of like, are you kind of like who's who's actually here?
1: Well, that's yeah. So who's here versus who are you kind of trying to target? Right. So like, some people, for example, wouldn't target the younger athletes, or wouldn't target teenagers or people with uh, hip replacements or you know those kinds of things or is it
0: yeah we I mean I'd say the the, the target we would probably see the most are women typically over 40 from yeah. about 40 to 60 yeah. um, are the most common um, because they like the um, they, you know they want to get fit they enjoy hip training but they also appreciate the fact that, that the low impact focus and just the background, a lot of our coaches, most of them have five years minimum in the fitness industry. So they know, they know a lot and we make sure that that's a priority to hire uh, knowledgeable and, and caring coaches. Of uh, course, yeah.
1: Caring, I mean, empathy I'm sure plays a big part too because some people could be started the first time nervous to walk in the door, yeah. right? So I'm assuming that your coaches have to be like that too, is that right?
0: One of, so we have five company values yeah. and one of them is compassion. So we had to do some research around that um, empathy is, is, is very important you, know, you understand where people are coming from uh, so we, we googled this and we're like well, what's the difference between empathy and compassion yeah. and uh, compassion is not only understanding but having the willingness to, to care and, and help yes. so that's, that's what we're all about
1: yeah that's so important right because I mean do you know how many people I've heard where it's, they're just scared they're scared to say I don't know how to make that change. It's it's intimidating, right? I mean, you've got, like, if you're you're listening to the audio, you can't see, but, I mean, you've got mirrors on one wall, you've got words on another wall, right? There's big windows in the front. I mean, they're kind of blocked off, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not just here, but anywhere can be an intimidating
0: environment. So,
1: how do you welcome people in your doors?
0: We, like, you know, we kind of go by saying, you know, the, the world stops, right? So if especially, well, it doesn't matter if they're new or not, but we really try to um, make things personal. It's a, it's a big thing, right? We make sure we pay attention, we understand their needs, and that's why, to be honest, we started this consultation process to actually really get to know people, their injuries, before we say, hey, come in, just, just do a class, right? We want to get to know them, and we want to direct them to the right path. It may not always be a good class, right? It might be the semi-private show. Yeah.
1: And that's where experience comes
0: in too, right? It's
1: really understanding what they're looking for and what their goals are, right, at the end of the day. Um, so, say for example, I'm coming in for my first class, but I don't have clear goals. I'm, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I'd like to lose some weight. Well, how much, mm-hmm. Justin? Well, I don't know, maybe, maybe 10 pounds or... Oh, wait, 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 no, 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 I, I'd like to add 20 pounds to my bench press, too. Like, that's kind of a goal of mine, as well. Like, yeah. how do you kind of, how does that funnel go
0: from semi-private to the, to the group training? Based, um, yeah, I mean, so, of course, the consultation is where it starts. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we really do a good kind of needs analysis with that person, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, uh, in terms of funneling and directing them, you know, first look, you know, when was the last time you worked out? Yeah. Right for like you said, the 55-year-old Sally or whatnot who hasn't been to the gym in two years, had a knee replacement, right? Um, is pretty timid, overweight. Um, sometimes you don't even have to ask them goals. Yeah. Right, putting them into a group class, of, you know, and we do have fairly fit people as well. It's, it's not just for beginners. Um, is probably been pretty intimidating. Yeah. So when we talk to them and find that those things out, we say, hey, you know what? I think this is gonna be the best for you. Oh that's awesome, that's yeah. so
1: good. And, and if someone were to be interested in coming and trying a class, I guess, how do they find you? Can they find you personally? Like, what's the
0: best route of action that somebody can take? Um, well, our, our website's revivedbystylefitness.com, yeah. so that's a great start. Um, and, uh, you know, um, uh, so if, if there was someone for the first time essentially uh, probably the easiest way is just to go on the website uh, we have a trial that's just uh, uh, first uh, they can do either a, a group class or a, 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 a complimentary personal training session which is our in private um, and they could pick one of each and kind of get started. Cool,
1: that, that's so like I think it's important too that people try things first right yeah when you have that trial when you introduce somebody for the first time like to come in and say by the way that's thirty dollars like i think it's it's good to have that trial to to, like is it a free trial i'm assuming it is yeah Yeah, so so if
0: it's just the one time yeah, we let them try it yeah so that's
1: that's the thing it's like it can scare people off when it's like you didn't enjoy it by the way it's thirty dollars you know what i mean like i'm not saying people wouldn't enjoy it but you know what i mean like it's it's good to And for the people listening, people watching, I think it's important, try different things. Try, right? Especially like 14th Street, we're right in the Beltline, like this is a great, great location to come in and try. Um, So where do people park when they come in? (laughs) People
0: ask us that a lot too. Uh, Well, the nice thing is actually we have street parking, so you can just park right on the road. Um, I think it's, it's like you can't do it in rush hour, so it's like 3.30 to, Five or six, you can. But we also have a separate parking lot in the back. Lots of spaces. Yeah, 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 we got I know sometimes parking's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I parked over in the Starbucks. I hope I don't get towed.
0: If you're in an hour, okay. Yeah, do yeah, do um, <laughs> If you're a member, don't do that. But but for you, yeah. you can do that. Yeah, because <laughs> members haven't done that. And uh, yeah, yeah. And I know. So one of the
1: locations that I coach at for for the for the studio that I work at was yes. in Kensington. Oh, but like you can imagine what the parking was like in there, right? Yeah. And There was sometimes where like someone would come into the studio middle of the workout and be like, "The towing patrol is here. If you parked here, you've oh, got to move your car." So no people would of you know their jam and it's like they got to run and move their car right and so it's, is it
0: all always paid like there's no free parking
1: uh there's two hour parking but there's sometimes there's it's the same thing rush hour right yeah. you can't park in specific spots yeah. um so i think that that's where they got dinged it's tough. Tough. yeah it is it's tough right so you want that high traffic area but at the same time it comes at a price where the parking can be a little bit different 12th, right yeah. yeah cool so i'm curious too like um with your clientele especially, like, do you, do you offer any nutrition advice or, or anything to that aspect or is it just mainly the fitness? No,
0: nope, For sure, so we do uh, what we call a 40 day challenge yeah. two or three times a year and that's where we um, help them with nutrition. Uh, as you know it's, it's such a big big area to cover, a uh, very important one, um, so we do focus on that um, with our members at certain times of year. Cool, yeah. so tell me about the 40
1: day challenge, what, what, what's the challenge?
0: Yeah, so so the challenge is it's, well, just like it sounds, it's 40 days long. Um, we focus on, of course, workouts. So fitness is a big part. Whether you're doing semi-private training or personal training or, or group training, um, you know we recommend you you come in here two to three times a week. Um, there's a nutrition component, so we set a meal plan based on that member's needs as a starting point, point. Uh, and then the, the other big one, which I think. Um, you know, some 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 studios may lack is accountability, mm. right? So the, that's really what puts it together: the fitness, the nutrition, the accountability, and the accountability piece. Um, what that means is, is every week we're checking in on people. So every person who starts uh, gets assigned to a coach, and that coach is following through them with the entire journey. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think at the time of this recording, it's early in the e- early in the year. People are looking for that accountability, like, and I think that willpower can't be enough you need the accountability
0: sometimes how do you feel about that absolutely and i, I love to read so i've read books on, on this and willpower and yeah. they do show it's very much a finite resource um you know and and so um yeah and you know this being a coach like having a coach is so important right you yeah. gotta have you know if you you use a doctor for your you know uh, your, your health and you got an accountant to do bookkeeping. Why not have a coach to, to help you with the things?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's tough, right? It's a tough industry that we that we work in because it's hey, look at this magazine cover. Do this workout, right, and you'll you'll be fine in six weeks. You'll be shredded, but that's not the reality. Like, there's so much more that goes into it, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that that's yeah. I think it's it's tough when you look at and like like I said at the beginning, I work in media. And I'm to blame. I'm to blame for some of those messages that come out and say, hey, keto, hey, um, low carb, hey, you know, six week challenge, those kind of, right? I think it's just, it's deploying self-awareness with yourself to say, hey, this is my goal. This is a realistic timeline that I've set up for myself. And I think that people really need to understand that,
0: It's very true in our 40 day you know even though like you said the quick fix kind of thing that's just helping people kind of get jump started Yes right and, and uh, as we have lifestyle in, our, in the name of our business that's what we're all about', right? yeah. it's about not time. it's not a
1: 40 day and you're finished it's here's 40 days let's set up some habits for you let's get you on the right track and then we're going to release you out into the wild.
0: Yes, a controlled well. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, exactly, like don't go crazy again, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I hear you. But uh, for sure, for sure, you yeah. know, we, we get them started, you know, people see some great results, and we, we help them sustain them, so, yeah. you know, wherever, I mean, you
1: hope. Cool, yeah. awesome, awesome. Well, Mike, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we anything, – anything at all? Training, lifestyle, diet, sleep, anything that uh, you think is a big proponent to, to staying well and healthy?
0: Um, that's a good question, there's so many things and you know one, one thing that, um, kind of to your point earlier about exercise fads and, and things like that, it's, it's so common in what we see in media and I think, I think people who are either starting their journey or even even in it right, really think about kind of their the, the long term goals right? Longevity um, and, and, you know, I'm kind of getting a little off track here, but the consistency of what you do every day, right, is, is just so important. Making sure you take time to, for yourself, you know, make sure you get into the gym, right? You're aware of what you're eating, you're eating mindfully, like there's so many things. And I think sometimes, sometimes people only think about the exercise, the workout. Um, But now I feel wellness is so much more than that. And people know that, but uh, mental health is is a big one too. I mean, I hear that from our members all the time, that, hey, you know what, it's, yes, I love the workouts here, but I just love that I I leave feeling better. Right? And about how they feel uh, mentally is is just such a a key thing. And sometimes people are so focused on weight loss, they forget all these other benefits. And I think, you know, especially if you're starting again, Yes, weight loss is part of that goal, but think about all the other things you're getting out of it. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad that you
1: said that. I'm so glad because I've had clients crying, crying in front of me saying, I can't do this. I'm not capable. I've, I haven't lost any weight, but it's not about the weight loss. It's how do your pants fit? Are you clearing medical tests? Can you walk a mile without pain? Yeah. Can Are you breathing properly? Are you sleeping well? Are you having better sex? Are you (laughs) everything? Like it's just, and and the way I like to incorporate it, the way I like to tell my clients is when you're 50 years from now in your deathbed, Mm -hmm. are you going to care about how rigid you were about that extra two pounds that you could have lost? Like you won't, you won't care about that. You're going, to, you're going to care that you can pick up your kid and put them on your shoulders. You can lift them up overhead. Like those are real goals that I think that people really need to think about.
0: And it's, it's so true. And I'll add another little point Please. about that too is, is you know, about um, fitness, right? It's like, again, everything's – there's so much out there that's like, hey, we are the hardest workout, right? We burn the most calories. Mm-hmm. We – make you lift the most weight and all these things about like intensity, intensity, intensity and, and people get fed that so much, but you know, think more about that longevity. And I've learned that myself through a lot of trial and error, but over time, you know, I could work out seven days a week and probably kill myself. Yeah, I could do that, but I know in 10 years how it's going to affect my body right and, and in 20 years how that's going to affect my body and i've made those mistakes in my 20s and now it's like being smart about the long term like balancing everything up you know doing more than just you know like you said the other things right going to yoga making sure you're mobile you're stretched. um all those things are important
1: oh my goodness like i could, I could go on about this all day and i think <sighs> the problem with our instagram culture right now too is yep. you know we're seeing the highlight reels yes. of these people. We're seeing yes. the highlight reels of your top bench, your top deadlift, your top squat, your uh, you know, handstand push-up, everything. Everything you're seeing, six-pack abs, right? those kinds of things, like, that's a highlight reel, right? Yeah. And it's not, it's not real life, so yeah. I don't know. Like, my thing is, too, is like, people on social media, if you're finding that you're frustrated or that like you're hitting a wall, then unfollow some people social media, right. the people that could perhaps be spreading those, those kind of um, work so hard that you, you know, the grind, the hustle and grind kind yeah. of mentality that's, because I don't think that's what it is, I think and those are the mistakes that I've made too because same thing, when I was training back in my 20s, it was go, 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 I remember Mike, my, my, I was training so hard yeah. I got so sick, I got so sick um. and chronic cough and I found out afterwards it was because I would tell myself I need to get better, so I need to get to the gym. Yeah. And I need to get better, so my workouts need to be better, so I'm going to take more pre-workout. Right. And I'm going to take more supplements. And I'm going to focus on you – know, it just adds up, right? But when you take that step back and really say, "It's this is big picture here, then that's what it's all
0: about, eh? That's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, think about your life you got. <laughs> a lot of years left, a lot of time left, yeah. and, and that balance, like you said, is is, uh, is huge. Cool, huge.
1: Well, thanks, buddy. I really appreciate this. Uh, check you out on Facebook, Instagram. Any? Are you on social media? Yeah,
0: yeah. So I am as well. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Although I'm I'm not I'm not huge, but I'm working on getting getting my my profile and my stuff up. But definitely check out Revive Lifestyle Fitness. We have a uh, Facebook and an Instagram account as well. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Hey, I thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome.